Hello and welcome to the Matt Belair podcast. As an explorer of the mind and world, author and coach, I have spent a lifetime learning how to push my limits and achieve my highest potential. My mission is to bring you the most inspiring, conscious, and empowering teachers, leaders, and thinkers on the planet. To bring you stories, lessons, and messages that will help you master your mind, body, and spirit. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. What is going on, incredible podcast family? Great to be with you again. I hope that wherever you are in the world, you're doing incredible. We have an epic episode for you today. We have yours truly on the other side of the microphone. My friend Todd Medina from Sology One Studios interviewed me a while back, so I decided to share that with you guys so you can listen in and hear a little bit about my perspective. I just traveled across from West Coast, Canada, being in a yurt in the mountains, all the way back to the East Coast, and uh, ready to bring to you a whole bunch of amazing episodes. There's a lot of guests coming up, so I know you're going to enjoy it. I want to thank everybody for listening, supporting the podcast. The best thing you want to do or you can do if you want to support is to share episodes, leave a review in iTunes, and support on Patreon if you so choose. Go to patreon.com forward slash Matt Belair. I want to thank Daniel Lawson for tossing a buck in the bucket. It really does go a long way, so if you want to support the show, that is a fantastic way to do it. I want to thank my new partner, sponsor the Himalaya podcast app. They're an incredible way to listen to a podcast. They have an incredible community. Um, It's really curated for podcast listeners. So if you go over there, check them out. They're H-I-M-A-L-A-Y-A over on the iTunes store and Android app. Um, It's free, super easy to use. So check it out. Make sure to give the master mind, body, spirit show a follow once you're over there. Um, For those of you guys who are interested in coaching, go to mattbelair.com forward slash coaching. Also, if you're looking for an event, speaking or training or anything of that nature, just make an inquiry at the website and I would love to dive deeper with you, with your team, and uh, see what kind of skills, what kind of uh, resources I can bring to you, your organization, and what you're up to to help expedite, um, speed up, and make the process congruent in any way that I can help and serve you guys. It's always a pleasure. Um, Definitely looking forward to working with more people in 2019 and um, getting out there traveling and speaking and do a little bit more one-on-one stuff because it's always great to be in person. So uh, that's about it, I think. Um, Thank you guys for listening. If you like this episode, please share it with your friends. Take a screenshot on iTunes or on Instagram. Let me know where you're listening. But uh, the best thing that you can do to support the show is do one kind act today. Uh, If you like the show, go do something nice for someone today. So thanks so much for listening. Let's get into this. So wherever you are in the world, just stop what you're doing, taking a deep breath in through your nose. Hold that breath. Just set the intention to come to total peace and coherence now. Let that breath out slowly with all the cares and all the worries, just feeling totally present, empowered, and at peace, and ready to get in today's incredible episode with myself and Todd Medina. For those of you who don't know, my name's Todd Medina. This is Soul Speaks 5D. This is part of the Soulji Network. This is our 655th episode, and it's a privilege and an honor to be shared space with my brother here, Matt, um, I, and uh, I had the, I had the little bio pulled up, but you know I'll be 57 on Sunday, so you got to give me a break, brother. 
<laughs> <laughs> but uh, I got to tell you, you know, I've been doing this. Uh, I've been doing my thing for almost seven years. And the, and the video aspect probably since uh, maybe the summer, summer of 2015. And I know <clears throat> what I went through uh, trying to build it and how lonely it was <clears throat> and misunderstood and and uh, and uh mm, not very well paid not paid at all <laughs> and so i know it takes a lot of perseverance and strength so I, and having said that i just want to introduce matt matt's got an incredible show i'm going to let him talk about it a little bit and fill us in and so we can integrate this audience i think he's doing incredible work i know he is i think he's got about 200 episodes of his show they're they're diverse they're incredible they're informative uh they're empowering and uh, uh, he's been doing it a while, and I think it'd be a good idea to blend this audience over into his. Uh, so without further ado, welcome to the show, Matt. If you want to tell us a little bit about your journey into the uh, into the shows and anything else you want to talk about, we'll just take it spontaneously from there. Awesome, man. Well, first of all, thank you so much for the just the kind words and kind introduction. Um, yeah, it's, it's funny because you, you, 600 episodes is incredible. I've been doing it for about three years to get to, I think I'm at like 220 or something like that. And it's, it's a tremendous amount of work. So for you to get 600, man, huge props. Um, yeah, for me, I, 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 you know, I always start from just being a kid and, and uh, being a martial artist. My dad was a martial artist and I was just instantly hooked on what humans are capable of and seeing these Shaolin masters, you know, do all these things that you think are real as a kid, kick people across the room and um, do all these incredible things. But when I grew up a martial artist, it's mind, body, spirit. That's just what it is. You can't do these extraordinary things without having a mindset. And it's not about doing these extraordinary things so that you're super cool and you have these superpowers and you use them to uh, you know dominate over people. It's so you empower yourself and you can help others. So you know I was always very curious about this um, you know development of mind and what was possible. You know, who were the most extraordinary humans on the planet? Um, and how could I learn from them and see what I was capable of and then um, just start to share that. And so as a kid, I was a martial artist and uh, an athlete. I, and then I got into, you know, hockey, skateboarding and snowboarding. And, you know, then life started to kick in. I didn't realize I was really strange and different than my friends until about 20 when everybody was signing up for university, which is square. You can go to university, but nobody was considering going to travel and just um, like thinking about how to design their life. And I was like, you guys are signing up for 40 hours a week um, you know, 52 weeks a year or 50 weeks a year, two weeks off, like that system is so messed up. Like, it's not that it's a wrong thing. It's just like, we got to consider, is it possible to do something else? You know, we are definitely capable of, of figuring out a different scenario, maybe a job that, um, allows you to do what you like and you get paid for it. So I was just thinking out of, outside the box because the, the, that kind of like train track of what society offers you was just not going to work for me. And so that's when it led me into um, snowboarding in Whistler because I wanted to snowboard and uh, be in Whistler, BC. It was a dream and did that for seven years and was very fortunate, made some amazing friends and was still the whole time learning everything. Even when I was 15, um, younger than that, I'm reading books on consciousness, Zen, personal development, spirituality. I'm going to different churches because I'm looking for God and just experiencing these different faiths. 
um, trying to get to the truth. I meditated and I spent like four months in Australia reading, writing and meditating um, in like koala habitat. Cause it's like, okay, you got to go in. So I went all the way in, like I don't half ass it, you know, I just, I see. And then I, I'm able to kind of deduce what worked for me, you know, is it real Did you know, what effect did it have? Um, so that's kind of the, the way that I do it. And, and then at, there came a point in the snowboarding where snowboarding was complete. I was snowboarding about 130 days a year. I was coaching internationally, um, training some professional snowboarders, teaching them mindset the whole time because I didn't understand how they didn't under, know how to visualize their tricks, um, quiet their mind, all that kind of thing. So that's I started with Zen snowboarding. I had to learn to snowboard site online. Um, but then I made it more broad for Zen athlete, which was all the tools that I had learned from peak performance, psychology, hypnosis, really easy, just condensed. Like, here's the tool, here's how to apply it. Made it for athletes, but it works for everything. Music, especially entrepreneurship um, and everything else, because it's how you master any skill. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be carving, it could be art, it mm. could be, and you're, it's just. And you're, and you're, uh, you're referring, uh, you're starting to refer to your book, right? Zen Athlete? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And how long ago did you write that book? Uh, I I released it on my birthday, um, not this year, but last year. So it's been out. Is it, um, is it this year? Last year. I don't know. <laughs> you got that. <laughs> Time is all weird now. <laughs> but yeah, Just yeah, yeah. And that's one of the things that intrigued me is I was uh, I researched it a little bit. I, I read your bio and then I was researching what I could pick up on the net just quickly uh, last night. And uh, you know, uh, you're right. This this book that you wrote, Zen Athlete, is is really all encompassing. The the athletic part of it. Uh, I guess you could look at uh, metaphorically. I mean, because you you could plug in anything, like you said. Um, exactly. But yeah, go ahead. it's like it's the tools, like it's the tools for self mastery. And my thought about it before I released it was, do I stay in the sports spectrum or do I make it like Zen life or something like that? And the reason why I stayed in the sports spectrum was because um, my hope is to make um, mental training and this knowledge mainstream. So all the kids that play any sport all over the world, they're, they're so focused on fitness and then now what they eat, but no mindset. And every great coach and every good athlete knows that sport is 90% mental. So it's a way to kind of like Trojan horse consciousness and self-mastery in all schools, all youth yeah. development. So any coaches out there, anybody who works with kids, anybody who volunteers, I will happily give you the ebook. And the thing is about the online stuff, like it's so, it has everything. So not only like hypnosis, sports hypnosis should be mainstream. But that's one section because it's you should know it and I teach you how to do it. And so you have like these audios and supplementary training that you literally just have to plug in. There's nothing else like it. You create belief systems and let's say snowboarding, right? You identify your limiting beliefs and then you find the empowering ones. And I teach you how to code that in step by step with these little things. And, the, and it's not to say, hey, the program's great. It is great. It's just like these are the tools that it yeah. took me a while to figure out that work yeah. and just take what it like music your life like it could be like i need a career in this you can use the same format and it's something that i use and teach to people that i find works and as i continue to learn and explore it it just solidifies that these are the fundamentals you know yeah. because in the uh, the last thing i'll say is because in sport um especially extreme sports we don't have the luxury of failing sometimes when we're learning a trick one of uh, the athletes i coached brody carmichael's a freestyle motocross rider and he fell on a front flip and he called me and he said, Hey man, I heard you're good. Um, I was coaching his friend, Pat Bowden from Australia. who's also a freestyle motocross guy for nitro circus. And, um, he's, he's like, I heard you're good. I fell on a front flip. I want to land it. I was like, sure. So we talked for like an hour. Um, 
his mental game was strong. I said, look, you don't have to read my book. You don't have to go through the program. All you got to do is take this audio, make a visualization for the front flip, do it every day for an hour. You're going to get, it'll take you about a week and there'll be a point where you know you can land it, then go do it. So three weeks later, he's in competition. He lands a front flip. Three weeks after that, he lands the world's first front flip heel clicker. Three weeks after that, the world's first front flip Superman on a motorcycle. (laughs) <laughs> and he did it with one technique because he has ne- the necessity yeah. not to kill himself. So that's kind of the idea. So when you teach this to a kid, even just um, like the basics, uh, um, I know I'm getting carried away with this, but it's like it's important. No, 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 you're not. Yeah, it is. With, um, with, uh, with a kid, right? You t- teach a kid who's going to take a basketball shot. First, clear your mind. So three deep breaths. Somebody who can clear their mind and somebody who cannot, that is a fundamental distinction in the quality of their consciousness and their life and the control that they have and the will that they can exert in this universe. It's a fundamental difference. It's massive. It's a whole upgrade. Second one, visualize that shock going in. Now you're teaching them you influence your reality, right? You don't control everything, but you influence it. And the third one is they miss the shot. What's the most powerful and positive perspective you can have in that situation? So it's teaching them that failure is a part of learning. It's not necessarily bad. It's how you respond to that and reset. And those are three huge fundamental shifts that even most adults I talk to don't have in there. You have to have those three. And if we can see that with all kids in one generation and they have that, once they have it, they apply it anywhere. And then you you build on that. You have to get right to the root. And with that root, you're just – you can go wherever. So, um, so yes. that's why I did the sport is get, get to the kids. Cause adults, if they want it, it really works, but they got to want it. You know what I mean? You gotta, you yeah. gotta want to actually go for it. No, I, I love it. And I love the Zen connotation because, uh, it, it is, it is a science, right? I mean, it's, to me, Zen's always been like, I remember when I was in, uh, in, in my late teens and I was doing a lot of mowing, a lot of lawns <laughs> and I would be like, I'd be like, okay, how do we approach this? And I was like you. I was reading stuff early, and I approached it, the zen of mowing the lawn, you know. So I would just make a square, and then I would just focus on that moment, that inch, you know, that foot. And it, and before I knew it, not only was it completed, but I was, I was, uh, had it, you know, had some kind of weird, etherical, energetic achievement, and it was also like done very well. <laughs> it was like <laughs> symmetrical. But, uh, and, you know, and the other thing I can relate to, too, because, you know, I, I only played sports up until about 21, at least actively, you know, or, you know, in, in leagues and stuff. But uh, but I always loved sports and it kept me straight when I was a kid. That was about the only thing I had that kept me straight. And the, and the, and the philosophy or Zen, the, the Zen-esque aspects from the coaches that I received in terms of, of expanding. But uh, so at night, what I'll do. I don't really watch, you know, I'll watch a little bit of your show or some other shows like that. Uh, I do a little research, but I always go to the Kobe Bryant, the Michael Jordan, you know, the, not, the, not the highlight reels, but the psychology videos where they break down. And if you look at these people, you know, if you look at Kobe, 2,000 made shots a day. If you look at footage of Larry Bird making these impossible shots. 3,000 made shots a day. I mean, and that's that to me is 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 what it's all about. And it doesn't have to be this grueling thing. If you look at your path, and I don't even have to ask you, if I look at my path over the last few years, it's just a consistent, a consistent drive every single day to get up and do it again. You bring your lunch pail, you go to work, 
and apply these things that you're talking about. It's, it's, it's quite fascinating. Now, you're saying that the uh, the book is available uh, by e by its ebook, and it's is it free? Are you giving it away? Yeah. So if anybody ever emails me and they want it, they say, "Hey, I saw you know you on Todd's show." Like I'm always happy to give e I give ebooks out like crazy. It's there. I, you know, my hope is that you just pass it on. You can also yeah. get it on Amazon. It's a thing that you can buy. Um, but anybody who's like you wants it here, you can you can have it. Uh, go use it. You know, tell me what you think because um, you know it's it's again just getting out that information and then sharing it with a kid, but through the you know, and again adults as well. But um, you know, I'm really passionate about getting this to kids yeah. are super simple, but you know, yeah. So it's out there, you can get it. So, so, and let's just for the record say this, okay. Cause this is a community that supports everyone. It's a platform for people like you. Uh, so if you would, when the show's over, put in the Amazon link for the book, because we have a lot of people here who offer a lot of love and support in contribution as well. And, and I'm sure it's reasonable. In fact, we know it's invaluable. So those of you who are sticking around you come back on the replay, uh, let's support our brother here. And as you're going to find out as we get into this a little bit more, the incredible work that he's doing. Let's talk a little bit about Mind, Body, Spirit, the program, 220-something episodes. You've had such a diverse, uh, uh, you know, guest list. I mean, I, I, I mean, subject matter. Uh, it's, 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 uh, it's quite, I'm just getting into it. I go and dig into it for 10 minutes every night. You know, we're quantum now, so we just go boop, 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 boop. But I can see the energy of it. <clears throat> and for me, on a personal level, uh, I know what it, what it's, what it must have taken and, uh, and what it's taken. Uh, but I can also see it's getting easier for you. Things are aligning for you. Tell us, how did you get started uh, in, in broadcasting on YouTube? How did you get to the point where you say, hey, I'm going to go do this? Awesome, man. Well, yeah, dude, I really appreciate the recognition and appreciation because, oh my God, it wasn't a tremendous amount of work. And and to go back one step further, if people do buy the book on Amazon and stuff, I have a bunch of online training. I'll gift them something there. So it teaches you meditation. It teaches you visualization. I teach you hypnosis. So I'll give you online stuff too. So I appreciate any support. Is that stuff? Yeah, we're going to support you. I'm telling you. Yeah, right zenathlete.com. If, if now, I break okay, it. that's that's where it's yeah. at. Zenathlete.com. Okay, I got. Yeah, you. so I'll send them any any of the digital stuff once it's created. You know, my hope is just to get it out there as far and wide as possible. Um, but the the show where it came from was like it was only myself and like my best friend and one other friend that I could talk to about really deep topics. I didn't realize that you know, again, that I was a little bit different. And so I couldn't have these deep, inspiring conversations with people like just about, you know, life and like what people thought and you know, what they just things I, I felt were important. It was always so surface. So the idea was like, oh, man, like, maybe we should just record these conversations us three are having or us two are having and just share them because they're I think that they're valuable. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, and I'm always seeking these conversations. So it was like, I only had two friends, I could really do it with consistently. And so that was the original idea. And also, um, shout out Michael Lozier, one of my first mentors. He wrote the book, The Law of Attraction. And he had a show um, on Google Hangouts teaching people about um, uh, the law of attraction. He's an amazing trainer, really just the, world, the best. You want to learn the law of attraction, go to that guy. It's NLP-based. It's practical. It works. It makes sense. It's simple. It's so good. Um, so he's like, when are you going to do a show? And I was like, I don't know. And uh, eventually, I, I hit up my buddy and I was like, hey, Anders, like, let's do this chat and I'm going to record it and um, 
and like I'm gonna do an interview because I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And he's like, yeah, sure. So we get that done. And then I don't even remember why, but I reached out to Don Miguel Ruiz Jr. I think I was reading the four agreements again. And I was like, well, it's, it's too hard for me to get Don Miguel, but I know his son is actually doing really great work too. And he might be accessible. I think that was my mindset. And he ended up accepting and it was like two months out and my mind didn't filter because I didn't have a show. I didn't have a website. I didn't have anything, right? I'm just, <laughs> I just do this yeah. podcast. So he agrees and my mind kind of blocks it and almost self-sabotages. And I wake up at 9.30 that morning, not even giving it a th- second thought, not putting it in my calendar and um, just go, oh my God, I think he accepted and it's today. I get up, I look <laughs> and it's at 10 a.m. And I got to go to my dad's house from where I am at my girlfriend's and I get in the car. I go, I start it up. I don't know what I'm doing. Have the conversation. And that for me was like, this is what you're going to do. Yeah. So from that point, I was actively seeking people to have conversations with. And then you probably aware it goes in stages. It was really, you know, it was a lot of my friends at first people that I knew. Yeah. Um, thank you so much to my early guests like Jarek Robbins. Uh, what an incredible guest, you know, came on when I didn't have anything. Kyle Cease blown up he was number 11 um huge now so really just grateful for those people who kind of gave me the leg up but i didn't even know what i was doing i just wanted to have conversations with people i i valued that i thought had meaning about what their perspective on on these certain things and listen to them and so so it's kind of taken on a life of its own since well you know it's it's interesting because i i'm i'm getting activated memory wise listening to you and and I can remember, you know, I'm asking you this question. I can't even remember how it happened to me. <laughs> so, but I remember when I started, it it wasn't live, like you said. You recorded it. And I, I didn't even have internet. I had a phone. I had a broken phone that somebody gave me from AT&T. I went down to the local uh, gangster phone guy and paid him $40 to, <laughs> to fix it. And so I had, but the, still didn't have internet. So I would, I had an old laptop and I would record on the laptop and then I would walk up to the store, which had like one G and I would, and I would upload the the video onto YouTube and Facebook and it would take like two hours, you know, and, uh, and it just step by step from there. But I totally get what you're saying. And too, is like the morning of, it's like you create this thing energetically and the humans doesn't get it. <laughs> and then at the last <laughs> second, you're just like winging it. But. Yeah, it does come in stages too. But the other thing I was going to say too, and and you're right, I started by reaching out to people that I'd see on the newsfeed, and I and it was the same way. Three years ago, I met my divine partner, and about two months into the relationship, because she was in Australia, we'd be talking all the time, and I'd say, you know what, we need to record this, not because it's us, because of the subject matter. You know, we're talking ascension, we're talking divine feminine frequency coming, masculine this, all these different things that are being put out there but not talked about in the mainstream. Uh, but we have all, we all have this knowing of what something's happening, you know? And so it was the same thing, you know, and about a year later I started, I started doing the same thing, uh, which was about maybe 16 months ago, 655 episodes ago. But I mean, uh, I, I, what I was going to say is, is that I, 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 you know, obviously some of the people that have been on the show are much more well-known, you know, 20, 30, 40,000 views will come in. Uh, and some are the 99.99% taking nothing away from anybody. But the thing is talking to these old friends, talking to these people who are in the eyes of society, whatever common, 
they are full of activations for the audience, for each other. And, uh, and I, so I don't really have a preference, uh, whether it's somebody who's well-known or not, you know, we're starting to get some better known people now, but, uh, it doesn't, I, I enjoy talking to everybody. You know, I talked to a guy the other day and I was looking at him and I said, man, do you have some kind of a link to the elementals in your lineage? He says, dude, you're looking at an incarnated elemental. And I could just see his elf ears pop out. And you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? And the next thing you know, I start, and then and, and intuitively, I just said, do you ever uh, connect to Sasquatch? And he just got this big smile on his face. He says, how did you know? Two weeks ago, I'm sitting there in the woods up in Idaho, and a Sasquatch comes in. <laughs> But this oh, is crap. the new this is the new reality though. This is it. I mean this is the new reality. Now in your work, in your work, you really, really get into first of all, you I, I notice you go to a, a, quite a few conferences, and I'm sure you 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 do that for a couple of reasons to cover it and then and, and then to meet some of these people, but you really get into some deep stuff like the uh the Mayan stuff, I mean uh, the the uh, the Native Americans. Uh, I, I don't know what, what, what are the, just so the audience knows, what are the uh, subject, what is the subject matter, uh, you know, summary of, of the stuff that you cover on your show, mind, body, spirit. Oh, well, um, yeah, well, I just want to make a comment on just what you said there, but the common folk, I think that's important. I think that might be one, one thing that would be great for my show to have is just the, uh, you know, the everyday individual and I've tried to get, um, you know, to do more interviews, like short ones with people on the street, I'm starting to just be conscious of that because I think that every single person has infinite knowledge that there's, you don't need to be like a, you know, a leader or a master. I just got back from the parliament of world religions, right? And these are supposed to be people who know God, right? They're all just regular people, you know, yeah, yeah. like what makes you the best Christian? Did you memorize the Bible the best or the best Muslim? Like you, is it the amount of times you pray? Is it, um, you know, why are you the one up top? Is it because you learn the books and how to do that? But when you look at, you know, it's not a right or wrong thing. It's just an observation of like, they're not any more closer to God than, than the homeless person out front, True. you know? True. And, um, it's just regular people. So I really uh, commend you for doing that because I, I appreciate that. And, and that's important. You know, everybody is a teacher. And um, so for my show, holy crap, I, um, I got one of the first, the first top list that I became aware of was I got top five mind expanding podcasts on collective evolution. And I'm reading through it and it says, nothing is too hokey or out there for this podcast. And I think I was like, it's supposed to be mind expanding. Like we're not, we're not talking about regular accounting or, or something. Um, so, you know, I, I basically am just curious about yeah. everything. Like you've got some, I've got some people who are like, you know, UFOs, ETs, um, you know, John D'Souza, you know, you were on the show, you were a great guest, you know, sharing like these things that like we can't comprehend. So we've got yeah. way out there stuff. We've got, uh, doctors, I've got doctors, I've got, you know, people just telling practical knowledge on there. So because there's so many episodes and they're long, I let them share, I just say, browse the titles and look through and there's a description yeah. in them, you're going to get what you want. Also in iTunes, you can listen at 1.25 or some people actually listen at two, and you can crush an hour podcast in, in half an hour. Um, oh, yeah. at the gym or something like that. So that's a good hack people are doing. But I've had physicist Tom Campbell on a couple of times talking about simulation theory. Um, I've been doing a lot with my Native American elder friend, David Lone Bear Senapas. Uh, he's extraordinary. So I'm, I like to say I'm like I'm seeking the people on the planet who the intention was the most uh, conscious, aware, wise, intelligent, benevolent people of service to humanity. 
And that can yeah. be your everyday Joe. It could be a, a person who runs a shelter. You know, it's just, it's just the show has just unfolded um, as it has. Um, but it's really diverse. So I would say spirituality, consciousness, mindfulness, paranormal, um, mind expanding. But all and, and you'll when you listen to them, even like simulation theory comes back to like basic spiritual principles. Yeah. And the idea is that this show will help you figure out more of who you are, empower you to believe in yourself, to let go of any limitation, and then have the um, confidence and connection with yourself and spirit to go create a life that you are inspired to do. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, what I find in, in observing your work like yours or even being involved with what I do and watching other people, uh, any expression you know, the way I, when I received Sology and, and what it was, because, you know, we get these downloads and they don't really come in in words, you know, and it's like adding frequencies to an ever expanding vibration. And that's what I see. It's, 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 it, the words are important, but it's the energy that's coming from you and your guest that's full of code and full of activations. And you're right. When it gets right down to it and you drill down, it's all about self empowerment, self reliance of the soul. Uh, expansion, creator, God, goddess, ability, that type of thing. And and I find that uh, quite fascinating. What I'd like to ask you, because I, I, I find that as the individual goes, so goes the collective. And so behind what we're seeing is the real meat and potatoes, you know. And uh, in your own life, as you've been on this journey for a few years, uh, and as you have manifested, really materialized is a better, a better word, materialized, your dreams basically uh what does that look like how does that feel are you finding more alignment every single day is the universe reciprocating to you are you in super abundance what's going on <laughs> uh well there's a lot there um well i can talk about the journey and you know i think that for me a lot of people and, and being interviewed, I this is when I discovered a lot of people had an awakening experience. I didn't have that. I was just the way I was. I don't know what that means. And I was trying to, de to deduce like what the difference was. And quite simply was I was just curious about what I was capable of. And the other thing was I was curious about reality, you know, what was going on. And I questioned a lot of things. Um, but ultimately, I was never thinking about what I could get. It was how, how can I help? There, I saw so many problems on the planet as like, and it just like, I remember watching the freaking, you know, I only had two channels growing up and it would always be this repetitive thing of people dying in Africa. And I just I was like, I don't understand how this is possible when I have this and there's these Western countries and we can't even figure out rice. And I just calculate how much rice was. And I was like, that shouldn't be that hard to ship them rice. So they're not starving to death. It just, it didn't compute. So then I went into war you know, why do we still have war? And then I, then obviously you go down conspiracy rabbit hole. And then I think that's part of like the awakening process of yeah. like, oh, you know, there's systems in place that, that aren't for your benefit. That's yeah. part of it. Right. Yeah. So it's all, it's all about how it could help. So, you know, I found that in my journey, it's been consistent leaps of faith. And like you said, like, you know, we want to get here and there and, and that, right. I've always had enough. I've always had to take a leap to get where I am and, and, and I'm always supported in these ways, but money I've never had an abundance of. And I think, and I hope this is the year that that happens. Like, you know, I, I posted on um, Instagram the other day cause I finally was able to afford a $1,200 car and it's a dope 
dope Volvo wagon. <laughs> yeah, it's got dude. leather seats. It's friggin', it's in great condition. It's got a sunroof. It's baller, man. This is, I love it. And it, it looks great. It doesn't look like a $1,200 car. I can buy a cheap car. But I was like, thank you for letting me drive. I've been two years out of not having a car because I committed to this, yeah. you know, full on, wow, you know, a long man. time ago. And was wow. like, okay, like I'm, I'm no matter what it takes, this is what I got to do. And, I, and I'm okay without a car. And I can, you know, learning to be content. I remember training. So this summer, I was able to train and learn from David Lombert Senapas, who's a Native American elder. He has a 20,000 year history. He's a, like this ancient martial art master. Um, the most extraordinary, he has balloons in space. His story is that he spent the first 26 years of his life on the side of a mountain being taught by over 600 beings, or no, 600 elders. And some of them were apparently beings. And if you uh, study uh, the indigenous people, they have connection with sky people or star people. Absolutely. So I went to see if he were for real. So the first time I went, I got there and I was like, holy shit, I don't think he's kidding. Um, so then he's like, if you want, I'll train you for the summer and I'll teach you more. And I was like, well, yeah. And I was like, how do I get there? I had uh, <laughs> some racking this up in my mind i have nowhere i'm starting to look at how i would rent in maine right it's not cheap where i needed to go in portland maine um i could i couldn't i couldn't afford a thousand bucks us it's like 1400 bucks right the, the podcast pays nothing i get a few bucks from coaching so no income is coming in anywhere and i got to find a place and get there so i, I took out a loan a couple of years ago for like 27 grand that's all that's been gone for a while but I, got five, <laughs> I got five grand on a credit card right and i'm up to three grand and i book my ticket and that's almost a four and I get to Maine and I find a place that's free. Like I knew it, I, the place had come up and I was able to get it for free. Um, so thank you so much, Berta and Ken. You guys are amazing. I will you always have my deepest gratitude for you guys. Um, but they said, if you can get here, here's a space, got a free house and a uh, space and a beautiful farmhouse, um, took the plunge. Then I got, you know, a bunch of money rolled in and was able to clear that 5,000 bucks on the credit card and it worked out. And, yeah. um, you know, so like I was taken care of and I remember biking an hour in the rain to train two hours of Shokai with uh, the Native American elder to bike an hour home. And I'm sitting there and I am pissed. And I was just like, why am I 34 and I'm on a mother effing bicycle trying to train and help. And, um, and I had I this deep. And I was thinking, oh, I was thinking there's a point to it because I was like, I was thinking to myself, I was like, why am I, why am I not being helped? Why am I not finding it? Like, do I need to go into and I always like thinking this in my mind, I was like, I'll go take a regular job. Like I can make money, I know how, but there's you know, it's not inspiring. Um, but then I had this huge realization was like, you know, why isn't anyone helping? And then I go, and then it goes, You are the help. And I was like, yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. I was like, it's not supposed to be easy, it's your own. Yeah um process yeah. whatever the scenario is and if you think about it i'm healthy i, I got a sweet yeah. bike i got a yeah. roof over my head yeah. i got food what can i be content and you got now, a cool tapestry on the wall yeah right and so you know so that's the thing and so i think 2019 is going to be like a year yeah. of, of rolling into that but it takes an immense yeah. amount of work and dedication and commitment Absolutely. um so yeah, yeah you know, can you, yeah, I just want to, I want to just say this, you know, 655 shows today. I knew that was a special number. And, uh, you know, uh, I, 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 I think I, I have this ability to intuitively figure out questions. I don't know what it is. I don't know what you call it, but I think it's because I'm looking for an activation myself. And what you just said 
to me, what you just said to all of us, uh, I just want to stop and reiterate because because the question was answered in the story. And and what I want to get across to everybody is that, you know, I, I can totally relate to what you just described. I mean, to the point where I'm about to just blow some tears out here. All right. And I know a lot of people that have too. And and I agree with you. I I, I believe now that there's some type of reciprocating frequency coming from the universal. All the work that we've done is 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 coming to fruition now. And so what I want to get across to everybody and what's so what's so honorable and courageous uh you know on your part is the fact that uh you know you did it that that it that no matter what you you answered the call and you honored yourself and therefore honored humanity in the universe and I can relate to the same thing I mean five weeks ago you know I'm over on on a on uh a wing and a prayer covering a goddess conference in Washington DC in the thick of the matrix literally you know in a in a pain I got a rent car paid for running out of time and I'm told you're going to Hawaii and I had just gone to Sedona and settled I thought I was going to settle there and you're going to Hawaii I'm like well how am I going to get to Hawaii it's the same thing you know that same pissed off conversation with the universe which is really with yourself I had for the umpteenth time like what the hell you know and then the next thing you know it's like pull up pull up your phone and uh just pull up your phone and check Hawaiian Airlines well what and then four hundred dollar ticket. I'm like four hundred dollars. You know, okay, pull the trigger. And and then when I got here, the same thing happened that you're describing. A lady who had a hundred friends on Facebook, one common friend with me, happened to come across me and said, "Hey, I've got a room because believe me, over here it ain't cheap." You know what I mean? She's, "I got a room. It's temporary. You're welcome to come over here." Boom. You know, and this is what's happening, and it's so important because. Because even if these these stories aren't told, the energy uh, that your soul or my soul or anyone's soul puts out into this divine holy matrix just based on their faith, courage, and action is is contagious. So I just want to say, man, it's nice to see a brother, and and I and I absolutely resonate and, and to a degree can validate that. Yeah, super abundance is is already raining on your head. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah well i appreciate you sharing that story and i think that from what i've learned from people let's say crossing the river whether you have to uh um you want a new job or you want a new career or whatever there's going to be like a letting go point you know when yeah. i snow there's a point where i go into the air i leave the ground and i'm in the air and whether i'm going to do a backflip or some other trick it's just like knowledge but what i think that's most important. I talk about it, you know, if I'm talking or if I usually am invited to speak somewhere, I usually talk about this. And the idea is like you can create freaking anything that you want in this life, literally anything you can imagine. Mm -hmm. uh, but picking something isn't like, oh, I'm going to be a podcast host and I'm going to have this and I'm going to be the next Larry King. Maybe, maybe if you have that vision, you go for it. Maybe you want to be an NBA champion. Maybe you want to be a musician, whatever. Um, it doesn't matter what the goal is. When I was training with the Shaolin monks, I wanted to see if you could actually do what they could do. I wanted to go there and I wanted to see it. Can you actually break stone over your head? Can you actually break it with two? Can you do these things? Because it, you know, physically, I'm a martial artist and I test this. Like, I, is there a trick? Is this real? 
what the heck? So I go there and I'm interviewing Master Go, who can do all this stuff. He can break like this. I think it's like some sort of stone over his head uh, with two fingers, uh, like like with two fingers is nuts. Um, it's just extraordinary what this guy can do. And um, so I'm interviewing. I go, hey, trick, what's the trick? And um, there's a translator. And I go, well, it's basically I phrased the question. I was like, most people in the world will believe this is that this is impossible. I think that it's possible, but I, I still don't understand how. Is there a trick? And he just gets it. He says, no trick. So I look at the translator and say, what's the trick? You know, come on. It's <laughs> <laughs> horse crap. I see people break different things. And I was like, I know that trick. Like, that's not anything. Um, and so he's like, no trick. Say it again the third time. He just looks at me and just starts slamming his fingers down on the table super hard. And I think he said something like seven years of Qigong and like seven, eight years of, of um, uh, hard Qigong. So conditioning his fingers. And outside the academy, there's dent holes. There's dents in the freaking tree from him poking it. So what kind of a human being pokes a tree? Yeah. Nobody does that. So then instantly I go, okay, whatever I can imagine, if I dedicate half, yeah. of that kind of dedication to whatever it is, it's going to happen. And yeah. so the thing is people uh, have a, they don't know what's compelling. So you're not going to know the end result probably, but you'll know the direction, right? What, yeah. what can you find in, in like, you know, maybe it's the people you want to be around. Maybe you like love snowboarding, get involved fully in snowboarding and then it'll weave. You know what I mean? You got to get to what inspires you. And when that vision or that thing is so inspiring, you're willing to take those risks like i did and yeah. you don't have to you could do it with a lot i'm sure that anybody could do it with way less risk than i did it you could probably risk management and you know what i mean <laughs> not do it my style yeah. it's totally possible i'm just meandering the best way that i know how it is probably it's ugly and i'm getting it done but you got to find that thing that like or that that way i say it's not a one thing it's a direction yes you're right so, you're right yeah so i want to add one thing and i'll say say it quickly but there's a friend that i had that's so analytical i say what would you do if you had a million dollars a day for the rest of your life he, his mind won't allow him to imagine imagine it. it's just too logical right so i was like okay we just did this off the cuff hypnosis and i basically hypnotized him into his heart and when he answered the questions he started crying and then when he came out i was like oh wow this is a unique experience like i don't know anything like this i know about shamanic death rituals and things like that but I did it out of necessity. And you see the conscious mind is assessing threats and it's here to survive. If something's going to hit you, you jump out of the way, do these different things. So if you want to do music or something that doesn't pay money, for you to survive, you need to eat. To get food, you need to pay money. So there's no way you're going to follow your dream if you can't get that. Your conscious mind is going to manipulate or distort that vision because it's trying to keep you safe. But when yeah. you're hit, into your heart your heart knows it's eternal you're connected to everything and all life um, you're totally fine so it'll show you clearly and yeah. of these sessions I've done with people um, you know over 70% cry one popped out of their body did some weird I did not expect that and you know it's not supposed to be a mystical thing it's more like a personal thing but that happened I didn't expect it um, and one actually um, pissed himself from like some sort of like healing thing and all the intention is is for you to drop into your heart and get yeah. um, get get these uh, questions answered about what you want from life. But the most important thing to recognize here is that I've done it with multimillionaires, entrepreneurs, successful people, uh, young people, old people, everything in between. Everybody actually wants the same thing. They want to have a good home environment. They want to have good friends. They want to live in nature and they want to do something meaningful in yeah. their life. 
So yeah. you recognize what are you sacrificing to not have that, that the thing that you need is actually not that hard. You just have to let go of a lot of the baloney and just kind of redirect your ship a little bit and you can have all those things. And that's so I just right. wanted to say all that because I think that's a, such an important piece because when you find that, you can then start to take those bigger leaps, but it's in a process. You don't you know, sprint before you, you run and you don't do a double backflip on a snowboard that's before right. you learn how to turn. Just show up and start doing things that you care about. That's a, that's a great uh, dissertation, man. <laughs> yeah, and I just want to back you up on a couple of things too because, that's again, that's what it's all about. I think just speaking the truth. Uh, especially at this level, you know, this conversational level full of activations. But when you talk about a trajectory, you're right. It's not, uh, you know, people were that cliched uh, adage of it's not the destination, it's the journey. Uh, but this is even different. To me, it's a spiritual inertia. You know, it's moving unencumbered. We're starting to learn how to control that, like we're breaking a horse, you know. And and it is a trajectory because I've many times over the last two years, uh, since I really went all in, uh, I've had people, people very close to me say, what the hell are you doing there? Why did you go there? You know, and I can't tell you on a human level that, uh, I could not give a good answer. Now I think some of the evidence is starting to become palpable enough to where people can say, Oh, I, I, there's some magic or whatever success, whatever. But I couldn't describe it. All I could say is there's this, there's this energy field. It's magical. It works with me. I understand it. I can't explain it. But when it tells me to move a certain direction, I go. And it doesn't make sense. You know, it, it's like, you know, you got 250 bucks. You're you're in two foot of snow in Fort Smith, Arkansas. And, and you're told, go to New York City, you know, and, and, it, and you got 20 bucks left in your pocket and a 36 hour bus trip you got to go on. You know, these things, these things, like you said, and I love the analogy, too, about you're going to go do a trick. And, and you can do all you want, all the prepping you want, but as soon as you leave the ground, this is the way I see it, and that's why I love the analogy, is you ain't got nothing to lose. Now it's time just to just to let go. It's like surrender to the embrace, you know? And just like that story you told about the guy who ends up doing the Superman triple flip or whatever, <laughs> whatever that was. But yeah, that's fascinating, man. That's 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 really fascinating. And 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 I and and I really, really I feel like we're from the same end of the uh you know the tree of life i don't know maybe the same branch or stem or something <laughs> like neighbor berries on like a like yeah, a right yeah like a pair of balls there right <laughs> if they're big etherical balls but yeah you know this is this is <laughs> this is so, <laughs> so yeah man I, now are you coming to the states anytime soon are you covering anything over here anytime soon am I doing? Um, I'm going to Guatemala uh, for the Mayan Heart Festival. So that's my next thing. Um, so yeah, so the thing with me is like the travel, it's like this, this knowing is, you know, the just depends on where you want to go, right? So I just know I got to go different places. So last was the Parliament of World Religions I went to. Um, then I went to Disclosure Fest, and I did this both with the Native American elder, David Lone Bear. Um, and then now I, I'm going to go to the Mayan Heart Festival, where the indigenous, it's basically a festival around um, having this, uh, the indigenous culture reclaim their land in a way. I don't know if it's official or, or how deep that goes, but also doing a a declaration for sovereignty for humanity for all life and they're yeah. doing this 
Mayan ceremony in the 2012 thing. If you don't know, 2012 wasn't the end of the world, obviously, because we're still here. It was the end of an age. And yeah. if you're thinking thousands of years, you got to give it some time. So apparently this time, this is now we've kind of gone, we're starting to create that inertia, maybe that momentum. Now it's like, okay, cool. From 2012 to 2016, I worked my butt off on this stuff. Now it's like, oh, here, your wave is building. And yeah. so they're hoping that this is the Hopi talk about the fourth world or the fifth world, I believe. And um, the Mayan elder who was on my podcast phrased it a little bit differently, but it was a, into a new age. And he said that yeah. it's going to be humanity's choice um, in his prophecy, in his teaching anyway, to you know move into this higher state where we talk about 5D and activating these senses. Yeah. So uh, the Mayan and the Hopi said the same thing where the, we actually have 20 senses. I, I'm pretty sure that they both did, but we actually have 20 senses. And I've also been learning with uh, David Lombear and the specific training that I'm doing is that, you know, I don't trust in people probably from their own weirdness. Uh, you know, I don't know if my senses are real. Like it's like, you know, feel and touch is like, okay, is this the limit? Is this real or is there something past that? Or is this actually the, uh, What's that? Like the wall, the coding, you know what I mean? Yeah. And there's something beyond. So yeah. they, he basically talks about, you know, telep telepathy and being able to manifest and stuff like that. Also shared that maybe we're going to destroy the planet. Um, I don't like to personally worry about any kind of like destroying the planet type of deal. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen. What am I going to do? Comment, whatever, right? But what I know I can do is make an immediate impact on the people I'm around each and every day and yep. live a life that I'm inspired about and move in a direction I think that helps the co-creation. Whatever happens on some sort of level that yep. I don't understand, like it's like you, the, the surrender piece. It, if you have a God experience or, or universe experience or 5D, quote unquote, you know you don't know anything at all that it's so incomprehensible. Yeah. And so you have to surrender. You don't have a choice. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And so you can do your best. So that those big questions, I don't know. You can look as like, a, cool, yeah. does this information serve me um, or not, right? And then so I think a lot of what we're talking about here is like being of service. One of the yeah. things I like to say in like the new earth or like an awakened person, they don't uh, serve self, they serve other. What can you sure. do? And, but the thing is there, it's... Um, there's a proper word for it. I don't know what it is, but it's one in the same. It's like yeah. you're in the forest, right? And you're a turtle. And yeah. then you are pretending to be, uh, you know, a crow. You're going to be a shitty crow and you're not going to like your life because you're a turtle. You move slow. You can't fly. Um, and you're, you're not going to, you're going to go hungry because you're not eating the right food. Right. And the environment in the forest doesn't like that. Yeah. So when you become a turtle, everything that the turtle does for the entire environment is benefiting the whole. So yeah, when you right. figure out who you are, what lights you up, what empowers you, what makes you grow into whoever you are, that empowers the entire environment. But the most important thing, whether we're ascending, whether we're blowing up, whether Trump's in power, whether whatever, it doesn't matter. You're controlling your individual consciousness right. and life experience. That's exactly right. And that is the God, Goddess consciousness. And I just want to point out, too, because I forgot, uh, you know, Another fascinating part of his story is what he was just talking about, buying this $1,200 beautiful gift of a car. And, and of course, I don't really like to use the word sacrifice because that's kind of an old vernacular from where we're coming from. But, but I just want to, I want to make this, make this very, very uh, important statement of support. Uh, you know, this is a story of somebody who, has served the collective, uh, who has followed 
his inner guidance, his higher self, whatever you want to call it. And, uh, and, and, and it's an incredible story to hear to go without a car for two, three years and, and, and to be so thankful for this $1,200 car and to be putting your balls to the wall to go cover these events and making magic every step of the way. Uh, so I want to say again, make sure that you put your, your information uh, onto, onto the comments here. And normally, normally after the shows, we put up our, our typical, uh, if this show resonates, these shows resonate with you, please consider making a contribution to the Syllogy Oneness Network so we can expand to 24-7, 365 app uh, accessible uh, network. Uh, today on this show, uh, I want Matt to put his stuff up so we can support him from the Soulji community. And if anyone does happen to send something to our PayPal and you put Matt's name on it, as we've done before on some shows, we'll forward that money to him. OK, so let's support him. Uh, I just want to make sure we say that before we close the show out here in a few minutes. Uh, and I just want to say again, thank you for being such a shining example uh you know for everybody and, and 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 i'm of the of the opinion it's in my universe my universal opinion but the type of efforts that you've put out and continue to put out have have incredible uh etherical ramifications repercussions not just through this earth but through the entire universe across all dimensions i firmly believe that from the information i've received no one has to believe it but regardless of that, it's nothing but good because you are serving and you're right. When you serve the collective from that standpoint, from that higher perspective, you're simultaneously serving both, both sides of the equation. You know, it's one and the same because I am you, you are me, and I don't want to sound too new age or cliche, but it's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Well, I, I really, really appreciate those kind words. And um, yeah, I really appreciate the support. And I actually, I'll put a link for the people in there. I, the, they'll, I'll give a link for a show I recently did that gives a free um, copy, like an e-copy of the uh, Heart Journey. So it's, a, it's the best thing that I've ever found that helps you figure out what your life purpose is. Even if you're super direct, like if you don't know if you're going north, east, south, or west, you're going to go, oh, I'm going west. If you know you're going west, it's like 360 degrees, you're going to find 340 8.2 and you know what I mean right bang on and that's when you know you're aligned you know what I mean so you know like I th and I really appreciate like the the car and I think it's such a interesting thing for me to process because you know I loved cars and it, cars for me was the freedom you know and I could have changed you know like I don't want people to get the impression like I went without I was lucky I had a beautiful experience but in my mind I could go back and I could have been more grateful. I could have been more content. I was doing okay, but it's this continual learning and that's my lesson. Like no matter what I have, who I am, where I am, no matter what, can I be content today with that? And you know, and just knowing that that's, you know, this serving was was the highest thing for me and um, you know, and and that was, you know, if I knew what I had to do to get a car, but I wasn't willing to to divert my course. You know, yeah. this is most important. This is taking my time. And, you know, it's funny because I was, I was trying to figure out like taxes and do these different things. Um, and, and I was, yeah, I needed money. I was trying to figure out if I could go to Guatemala to do this trip. And then also I was like, all I want universe is to go to Guatemala to help these elders and do, be at the event and support and just a small cabin. That's like my, like not a, like a room in my own. 
any mountain in North America. I don't care. Just I can afford it, and it's got wireless internet. And um, I think I just squeaked enough to get it. And I was like, thank you so much. You know, like yeah. it's just getting like that that little bit of clarity of like what what it is that you you actually want, you know, and like what are you yeah. willing to do for it. But the most important things for me are always like I it's it's front and center. So anyway, I'll put a link for people. They can have a copy of the ebook and the guided heart journey. Um, because if you know where you're going, you know what I mean? It makes whatever your meaningful life is for you, then, you know, that's that's your own decision. This helps you get really clear on that. So can you be content in, in the process? And that's what the Zen athlete, the same idea. Can you be content when you're 10 years old learning basketball or you're starting a, a business, right? There's always going to be something that you can get better at. You know, there's always going to be growth. So wherever you are, just being content, fulfilled, worthy, valuable, full of love in the process. Cause it's always the process. I might die tomorrow. I might've died at 25 stressing about all of this podcast I imagined in my life, you know, just be present today. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's yeah. I, I totally resonate with everything you're saying. And it's an interesting dynamic too, uh, to, to stay in touch with that vibration, uh, that consciousness. And then also to be going in and out of that hey universe we need to have a uh expletive filled conversation because <laughs> i'm like hey i'm like hey M, you know all due respect but hey mf what the hell's going on and he's like hey mf let me tell you what's going on <laughs> and you know find a tree you know find a tree find a place let's have a discussion and i would i, I found that i would get i would get angry but it was an emotional heartfelt i want to serve I want to serve, please. I'm not asking for the moon here. I just want to serve. And it never failed. The next day I'd get some kind of, you know, something would happen. A lightning bolt would come and I'd catch it with my hand. I'm like, oh my God. But I have found, going back to your comment earlier, our, our, our pronostication of 2019, super abundance, I have found that it's, I'm not having to go there anymore. That, uh, you know, I can just go out and find a place and say, look, here's where I'm at. Here's the state of the union. Uh, I'm surrendering to the embrace. Uh, I trust. And uh, and I'm finding, too, that that I can't plan too far out. Everything is just like a day or two or three or four. I mean, I'm in the, in the place I'm in right now until um, until the 13th. Where I'm going from the 13th, my wife will be here in two days. I don't know. But I'm. I'm in that I'm in that energy bubble that I can't describe that you've been in and other people are are getting into as well and and serving really by the living example of their efforts whether they whether they're known or not whether they broadcast or not that energy is that you know maybe that's the 6th through the 20th senses that they were talking about that affect all of us because we do we do feel it um yeah Man, I really have enjoyed this. Uh, I'm. It's an honor to serve with you. Uh, the, myself and the Sology Network, the platform is uh, here to support you, uh, expand awareness for anything that you're doing at any time. Just contact me directly. I look forward to future collaborations, and I look forward to uh, shaking your hand and giving you a hug one day in the flesh because I have a feeling I know that that's, that's going to happen sooner or later. And, uh, and I wish you the best. And uh, I just want to say for everybody that's watching and watching on the replay, uh, endless gratitude, love, respect, honor, and reverence to you. Hey, man, can I say one more thing? Yeah. 
Oh, well, I, I really appreciate being on the show. And um, yeah, the one of the things that I learned this year that I think is the most important thing I've ever learned in spirituality is uh, I've read a lot of books, done a lot of things, but I studied the summer with, uh, like I said, David Lombert Senapas, who's the sage and spiritual seer and hearer of spirit for the Mi'kmaq people. Um, he represents a lot of people and he's like their spiritual leader, he, although he would never call them that. He doesn't see himself as any kind of leader. He's super, super, super humble. He's also a scientist. Please check out his work. Um, he's like Nikola Tesla and the Dalai Lama mixed in one. And he has pictures of him and the Dalai Lama. He met him. The Dalai Lama knew who he was. And oh. he moves in space. He, he, one of our podcasts, he talked about a free energy device. He says, it's not free. Just when you build it, it harvests wind and you, a four foot tall one can power your house from these ancient copper scrolls. And I went this summer to see if he's for real. I vetted his math with Robert Grant, um, uh, who's a mathematician who made mathematical discoveries. So he's the one that I'm trying to help. So I'm out there talent scouting and I haven't seen anybody like this guy, you know, like ETs and stuff. That's all in his culture. But he's like, Atlantis wasn't a continent. It was a spaceship. And we know that. And here are schematics from some of that technology. And I'm like, this is the craziest thing I've ever heard. I was like, how can you tell me like that? That's not true. And this is true. I meet the Zuni elder Clifford Mahuti with him. Watching those two talk was the gnarliest thing I've ever heard. Um, so I'm trying to support him. Um, so check his check. I'll link up, check out his work. Um, but he's definitely someone doing it. And, you know, when we're talking about what what you needed from the universe getting upset right i'm <laughs> he's trying to build this biodome this is technology from these ancient copper scrolls apparently around the time of atlantis the indigenous cultures their history is twenty thousand years old now i'm confirming what he's saying with the now the mayan elder i know a mayan elder i know a zuni elder and i know a Mi'kmaq elder same stuff same twenty thousand years like not there's differences <laughs> um so he's trying to build this biodome that when it's done can, can do a few things but we're create a measurable inverse magnetic field that does 200 miles this mm. he's like you know, he's like it'll be like he's like you would call it instant enlightenment it would be like bunk and he's like all it's going to do is take out the signals that you're getting hit with and put you in clean a clean environment like a magnetic field um so he's like but it'll be palpable and when i was in egypt i went in something similar it's a square you went in it and you could feel it and there was nothing there wow. it, was, it was gnarly and i was in the great pyramid in egypt with the resident science foundation with technology behind the head doing all kinds of stuff so i go out there and i see what's up david also has balloons in space he built them from the scrolls they went eight hundred thousand feet up that are monitoring a signal and a signal's coming and he's decoding it and i have wow. it on my and he decoded it in Migama. He said, my language is closer to dolphin than it is to human. Wow. And so we were in Sedona. So this guy's got extraordinary stuff. Check him out. And um, he's got nothing. And so when you said that, like, I'm pissed off because I'm getting angry at the universe. I'm watching him put on, um, he's got granite and this crystal on it. And he's got a ja jackhammer type of thing. And I was, and I was like, I was like, is that really the tool you need? He's like, well, he's like, I need this tool and I could do it all in about 20 minutes, but spirit always gives me what I need to work. That's what he says. And I was like, how long would it take with the other thing? He's like, probably like 10 minutes. <laughs> but he cool. didn't need bucks to do this tool. So there are amazing yeah. out there. And so I think that maybe there's some sort of like um, threshold that you have to cross and it's individual for everyone. But what yeah, yeah. better way to know God or spirit? You have to know. And once you do in that leap, you know that the forest and life and the universe and yourself is connected with something greater. So nobody gets a free pass. Nobody goes over the bridge. We all get dunked through our own doing, and then the universe picks you back up. So I just wanted to add, add that. And um, he taught me three kind acts every single day. 
doesn't matter if your chakras are aligned, if you meditated today, if you hate your life, if you love your life, if you're a clergyman, if you're an ascended master, if you're a Tibetan monk, you do three kind acts a day, you're a spiritual master that day because it has to be an action. You could think about it, giving a homeless person a dollar and getting their name, or you could actually go do it. You could help. The, there's always yeah. an opportunity. And one act of kindness that he, he always talks is getting someone's name. We're moving in a culture where we're not getting each other's name. Get your server's name. Talk to the person behind you. Get the person, just get their name. That's an act of kindness. Recognize they're there. Recognize we're human together because we can look at what's happening. It, we're, we're getting more and more disconnected. So the three kind acts a day, I, I always am like, if you want to support anything that I say or do, take the kindness challenge, ideally for all of your life, but seven days, three kind acts, go out of your way and don't tell anybody. And he's like, that's the, and he explained to me in two hours, he's like, all of you guys talk about consciousness ascension and that is just like, this is the closest thing you're going to find to upgrading yeah. your DNA. Yes, they're right. There's a little uh, antenna on your DNA. This, he's a scientist. He's like, there is an antenna, but it's an electrical universe. So you need an action. You take yeah. the action of kindness. There's a med the, the two fields interact. Now it's being held in the body. And so now your body is upgrading. That's yeah. actually it. So no matter what you're doing, wherever you are in the process, go out of your way to do that. And I, I always say you'll probably most likely get a universal wink. Something weird will happen yeah. just for you to let you know. So wherever you're going, just do those kind acts, figure out who you are, what you want to do, and you know, realize that you're so powerful. You can be homeless, it's not that bad. You know, we're super powerful humans. You know what I mean? You could go, worst case scenario is homeless, right? Canada would hook me up, or I could go get a job at Tim Hortons for a bit for like two years. For 10 years, I could work at Tim Hortons, work my way up. And then at year 13 or 11 and 12, then I'll go back to the podcast and then I'll have a house. You know what I mean? It's just like, it, you just got to give yourself some time. You're yeah. going to be fine. You know, so believe yeah. in yourself. So, uh, no, absolutely. No, I, I absolutely, again, I absolutely can can uh, back you up on that. You know, I was in, when I went to New York uh, a couple of years ago and I was, and I was homeless. <laughs> and you know, in New York City, you know, and I'm like two dollars sitting in Grand Central Station, getting up and doing soul speaks, conscious rapping to try to make a couple of bucks, right? And uh, <laughs> but ended up staying. Uh, somebody reached out, staying in the Bronx, and so I didn't really have any money. I had no money, and uh, but I would have you know five bucks, ten bucks. I go down the street to the Dunkin' Donuts. I get two wraps for two bucks, and I come out. And uh, in the wink, right, there was a guy sitting there, homeless, a white dude about your age named Matthew. And I came out and I said, hey, what's up, bro? And he's like, I'm just, you know, I'm working this this Dunkin Donuts. My wife's working the other one. We're just trying to get out of homelessness. And and something said, hey, give him what you got, you know, which is like seven dollars. Right. It's everything I had. So here you go. Well, I developed this relationship, this frequency with this guy. And I would see him all over the Bronx, you know, I'd be walking somewhere and he'd walk by me and, hey, I'm getting a little better and I'm getting a little better, you know, and I'd get that wink. And then this summer, uh, I met Lisa Transcendence Brown and and she was telling me her journey offline about paying it forward and introduced me to what I call 5D commerce, which is to pay it forward. And it's based on the honor system. and. In the, at that time, I adopted anything that comes into Sology, 30% is being put, paying forward. And and I've watched this occur. You know, I tip, when I go out somewhere, I tip 30%. You know, I mean, it, paying it forward in gratitude. 
and infusing into this this higher frequency that we're all creating and walking into through our efforts, like you're talking about, like your friend's talking about. There's got to be an action tied to it. But yes, yeah, so I totally, uh, I totally get what you're saying. Now, where does where does uh, Lone Bear? Where's he at? You said in Maine. Is that where he's, he's in? At? He's in Maine. Yeah, we did some traveling together. Um, you know, we were at Parliament of World Religions. He does a lot of traveling. He goes where he's invited, and that's why I went to. Uh, you know, he's doing important work. And when he was in Sedona, um, he said this a few times that the the indigenous have a direct connection with star, star people or sky Absolutely. people. Yeah. You know, it's like it's in all of their history. Oh, and yeah, yeah. Um, he's told me, and this is me deducing it over a summer. He can build stuff that's advanced. And he said his elders, he's only been here for five years. And I've had him on my podcast a bunch to try to figure out if he's actually serious. And the biodome you can go to. You can look on YouTube with his balloons in space. You can figure that out. He doesn't tell you everything. It's like Mr. Miyagi. But he said, <laughs> watch he's them, like, watch <laughs> you're like, why am I watching the car? You know, <laughs> you know? Um, but he goes, he's like, my elders told me I can give this technology if it's placed into peaceful community in resin. He calls it in resonance. Nobody can own it. You can't own it. It's for everybody. That's and right. you got to help me build it. It's your culture that needs, says I need money to go get those tools. I could just go, he could pretty much friggin' go mine it from the ground probably. So he just needs basic necessities. And so I've been helping him. We're going to do like a crowdfunding. He's got these candles, but these, these, this scrolls from what he can deduce the stuff he's told me in private that he yeah. can build. And he has nothing. He's like, yeah. he was, he was homeless, homeless in Maine two winters ago. I met him the winter after that. And I was like, how are you not being helped? I was like, are you yeah. serious? He's like, yes. I was like, this is insane. And so I went and I, like I do, I go all in and I'm like, okay. And I check with the people that I know. I'm not a mathematician. You can't mess with math. Google Robert Grant. He has a course on resonance science. He's a friend of mine uh, on advanced mathematics. He vetted the math. Their conversation was like, it was nuts. And so um, that's a guy that, you know, for me is my number one draft pick for humanity. You know, he's modern day Tesla, but it's not in the way we think because the native culture is not like ours. We need a community in residence. The technology goes into the community and it's for the community and then shared for all. Um, and right yeah. now, the only thing impeding him is he can't even like, you know, he, he firewood is a bonus. Last year, people were bringing firewood and stuff like that. So um, an extraordinary person, if you go down that rabbit hole and uh, he did a talk with Clifford Mahuti. Uh, in in Sedona, it was the first time ever a Mi'kmaq and a Zuni started to share some of these teachings together, and um, you know they have a they talk about you know their connection with sky people. And when we were yeah. in Washington D.C. in disclosure, he's like, "You're going to get a real contact event, but it's not what you think it is." He's like, "There's a lot of that stuff." He's like, "A lot of what you're seeing now is entertainment." He's like, yeah. "What you actually need." He's like, "What they're trying to help you have is peace." Yeah. He's just like, cool, like believe whatever you want is fine, but go do a kind action. Be in resonance yeah. with your community, with where you are, because he goes, we, we do this thing called tease and sit in a circle. He's just like, if you guys are killing each other, why would a being show up? You're obviously going to try to kill it. And he's like, and I presented every UFO idea at him, and he's just like, our culture is different. He's like, do you want me to tell you what, where, where we understand or what you're hearing on Gaia TV or something like that? Yeah, right? exactly. I was like, I don't know. And, and I was like, he's like, it's fine to believe it. He's just like, but the most important thing is being in, in resonance. And so a uh, very fascinating guy. I always get people to check it out. And, I, and just to have other eyes on it because people are like, that's a bit out there. And it's like, I know. But there was also weird, oh yeah, this is where it's going. So he goes, um, homeless, he goes, you know, 
many of your homeless are, he, he's like, we don't like extra, extraterrestrials. We like uh, visitors or star travelers. He's like, we were here first. <laughs> it's like, our history is 20,000 years. Like, we were here first. You know what I mean? He's like, you guys just aren't, he goes, you're not the big and bad here. You, you know, very low on the totem pole. Um, but he goes, most of your star travelers are, uh, a lot of them are homeless, yeah. disguised as homeless. And he's like, he's like, where will we go? He's like, the White House? He's like, we did that. Google 1952 White House sightings. So I do, and there's and there's UFOs yeah. over the White House two weekends, and over the Russian, what's yeah. the Russian there, then, right? But he's like, we want to. So he's like, if we have a message for you, where do we go? Do we go to your president? Do we go on yeah. YouTube? Where do we, who do we give a message? He's like, we need to give it to a group of you somehow. Um, yeah. So I get back, and this is one of those universal winks, trying to figure out in my mind if I'm just naive idiot believing this elder that's saying crazy stuff, or it's real. I'm explaining the experience to my mom and we go for dinner because um, she wanted to go to the city close by. She hadn't been to. I was like, let's go. So I take her out for lunch and uh, we're getting out and I tell her about the three kind acts. So we're pulling out and there's a homeless person kind of in an odd spot. It's a nicer strip and it's, it's quiet. It's more of a summer town. It's a homeless guy. And my mom goes, Get here, Matt, go give him this 20 bucks. And her, my mom and I, like, I don't know how she was giving homeless people, but I'd never give a homeless guy five bucks. It was like $1 at that perfect handoff point and don't look at him. You know, like I'd say hello, right? But it always have to be the perfect amount of change, you know? Now I'm giving out more. And then I say, hello, how are you? What's your name? You know, humanizing them. That's the most important thing. And yeah. seeing what they have to offer. And yeah. this is a new, what, what better spiritual teaching than all the Wayne Dyer books? Like I love Wayne Dyer, but I'm just, you know yeah. what I mean? Then go, then you got to, you know, you don't need the book to go do that. Right. Yeah. That's like That's a, right. a superior, like read Wayne Dyer and go do the action. Um, so That's what Lone Bear's saying though. It's the action that counts. So my mom goes, right. Gives it. I was like, I'm not going to do your act of kindness. You go do it. Here's the homeless guy. I, so she's like, pull up to him. So I pull up to him. She gets out. Mom's a little old lady. She gives him the 20 bucks. And he goes, oh, thank you very much. This is my first time in this universe. My mom just goes and looks mm -hmm. around as if I heard it. I was just like, this is what I'm talking about. They're like, this, yeah. at least you're seeing. Like, this is what I'm talking yeah. about. Like, how do I, this is what I'm thinking in my mind. I was like, how do I process that? So he, um, he goes off for like, you know, how his brother's in China and blah, 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 and, and some other stuff. Some of it was coherent and made sense and I had, had an understanding of. Some of it just seemed like jarble. And so she's like, okay, cool, we'll get his name and, and we're about to drive away. And he just goes, I'm not lying. <laughs> I, don't, I don't doubt that a bit. You know, man. we go, we don't. We just like say goodbye. And my mom was like, what the heck? And I was like, this is what I mean. It's like a breadcrumb. You know what I mean? And the, these That's universal true, things, whether aliens or whatever the case, it's a breadcrumb. But the, the meat and potatoes and the lesson is doing kind actions, figuring out who you are and doing something to go that way and defining reality by your own yeah. terms. It's not going to be easy. Right. Yeah. So all this other stuff is entertainment. I have That's never right. been on a spaceship. I've never met a Pleiadian. I've never met any of those people, but I'm not saying they're not real and I'm not saying they're real. Mm. And what I'm saying is even if I love that entertainment, go into it, but I'm going to be kind. We're going to figure out who I That's am. Right. I'm going to make a difference mm. here and just expand and be open to new ideas and seek understanding not to be right. You know, well, I don't know. You could be right or wrong. I don't know. You know what I mean? But that's very fascinating. Thank you for sharing your, your story. Uh, no, you know? I mean, yeah. I mean, you know what? I mean, here we go again. And by the way, I, I met I met Clifford in uh, Sedona when I was thought I was going to live there for about six weeks, which was actually a fascinating, fascinating chapter in my journey, with including interdimensional beings and all kinds of stuff. But um, you know, a lot of people know my story. I spent 
most of the first two years walking the streets homeless and went from, you know, from traditional 3D overnight to the spirit walk. And uh, what you're saying is very true. I started having these these divine episodes or dimensional experiences, and they were with homeless people. And I was homeless. But, I mean, mm-hmm. they, I, at some level, I knew they were angels. And, and I broke bread with them, you know. And, and some people would look at them. You know, as a as a prostitute or a pimp or a crackhead or or a you know meth head or or just a, a crazy person, uh, so I ended up learning a lot. Uh, really, my first two years, for the most part, were personal experiences I had with the universe in direct communion or with a homeless person. You know, and and uh, and and. Some, some amazing things happened. And there's no doubt in my mind that I, that at the time I had no galactic mentality. And you're talking to somebody who's had visitations in, in my bedroom, materialized aspects of myself is the way I'd look at it, but definitely galactic oriented. But at the time I had none. So I would have said at the time, I know I met angels on the streets. And, and I could tell you there was a direct link, even though I was in bad shape, as a lot of us went through trauma and stuff, uh, as we were waking up, uh, but there was a direct link to acts of kindness. When I shared food, shared money, shared a bottle of booze, or I shared a joint, or whatever the hell it was. But but like you said, when I re- when I looked at them uh, as a human, you know, and the humanity connection was there, and the and the mutual respect and love, and oh, I'm not weird. Oh, you're talking to me. And I could tell you story after story after story. Uh, the, what you're saying is is very true. It's very true, and it makes total sense in the paradoxical paradoxical teaching of the universe. If we would pull our head out of our asses and and go to the other end of the spectrum, this is all about integrating polarities. So if you're living in 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 a penthouse, and and you're you know, and I love what you described as here. I'm gonna. I'm going to swing by the homeless person, stick my hand out, drop it in his hand without looking at him. Because why? Because I don't want to be looking at that because it makes me uncomfortable. Well, if we would go out there and integrate those two ends of the spectrum, which I did by by the really more by the force of the universe, uh, thank a blessing of the universe. Uh, it, it it does it does it does bring you to the heart center, and there is some serious magic there. And I love what you said, what this guy said, and, and what, what that example that you gave, because I've met Archangel Michael on the street, and I've met Kuan Yin on the street. And and I remember a guy walking up to me one time saying, and he was a young guy, probably about 25, 26, and he says, he walks up to me and he says, you know I'm a prince, don't you? And I said, yeah, I do. Because, the, because for some reason, third eye, whatever you want to call it, I could see who he was. And he said, really? Do you really know? I said, yeah, dude, I know who you are. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, it's real, man. It's getting real. Man, I appreciate it. It's been a it's been a hell of a show. Really good show. Fantastic. And I wish you the best. And I want to stay in touch with you. And I'll be in touch with you. Thank you for sharing your stories and your energy uh, and activations and soul codes with everybody. And I look forward to collaborating with you. I know we will. And uh, if you need anything, let me know. Awesome, man. Thank you so much for having me. Big hugs and love to everybody out there. Peace, brother. Thank you.
All right, guys, I hope that you enjoyed that episode with me on the other side of the mic. As always, it's a privilege to bring these episodes to you. We have such amazing guests coming up, so be excited in the next few weeks. If you like the episode, please share it on your Facebook wall. Take screenshots. Let me know where you're listening on Instagram and uh, support on Patreon. Leave a review and all that kind of fun stuff really does allow me to keep this podcast going. Um, I really appreciate you guys. If you're interested in in some coaching, in some facilitation, in some workshops, in speaking, I'm doing a lot more of that in 2019. I've kind of adjusted things to open that up. So if you want to learn more about peak performance, uh, consciousness, spirituality, the law of attraction, anything that we talk about on the podcast. I'm doing more in-depth trainings, more in-depth coaching. So uh, groups, organizations, or individuals, just hit me up, mattbaylair.com forward slash coaching, or just make an inquiry on the site. And I'm more than happy to dive deeper with you and figure out what uh, I can help and support you with, with any of these tools or tactics um, to, yes, just support whatever you're doing in the world. It's always so great to work one-on-one with people to see what they build and, and what they're up to and what they want to create and help define the vision and actually see it come to life. It's, uh, it's friggin' awesome. So anyway, I'm going to let you go because I'm just getting back in the swing of things here. Um, so before we end this episode, let's just come to a state of uh, peace and coherence. So wherever you are in the world, just stop what you're doing. Take in a deep breath in through your nose. Hold that breath and just let it out slowly with all the cares and all the worries of the day. Just come into a space of peace and coherence and personal empowerment. All right. Have an incredible day. And I'll see you in the next episode. <laughs>